0: Welcome to the Evidence Informed Teaching Podcast. Are you a teacher wanting to improve your classroom practice and deliver excellent teaching through access to research? Do you have a passion for teaching and are looking to connect with other like-minded colleagues through professional discussions? The Charter College has partnered with Teacher Tap to support teachers to deliver excellent teaching through access to research, and we invite you to be part of this community. On this podcast, you will hear from fellow teachers, research experts, and you have the opportunity to be part of this professional discussion. You can find out more about the Charter College of Teaching and Teacher Tap in the show notes, and if you find this episode Helpful, why not share it with a teacher friend? Take a screenshot and post it on your social media, or even better, leave us a five star written review. Hello, welcome to your monthly summary of teacher tap findings. I'm Karen Westpieser and I'm going to be guiding you through some of the top topics that tappers have tapped. This month, over 8,000 teachers have tapped each day, so you can trust that this data is a nationally representative view of what teachers in England think. Today, we're going to run down my top five findings from the month, but you can find lots more findings on the TeachTap blog and each day in the app. So in top of the pop style, we're going to go down from five to one. And in at number five is the finding that the rising cost of living is linked to leaving the profession. So like most people, teachers are feeling the hit of inflation. Food, mortgages, everything's more expensive right now. And so, more of you are feeling worse about the financial position than in previous years. We've been asking about this for a while. Back in 2020, only 6% of you felt that finances were in a much worse position at the end of the year. Now that's 17%. In part, this might be because during the pandemic, things were a little cheaper, people went out less. But basically, the world is just more expensive now. However, Inflation seems to be hitting teachers who have children and those who are older more heavily, at least in terms of bank balances. So half of teachers in their 40s and 50s said that they're financially worse off than a year ago. For those in their 20s, the figure was only 32%. This could be because younger teachers who do generally make less money were already struggling back in 2021. So you're comparing sort of a lower start point. It also could be related to pay at the bottom end of the pay scale, uh, having received a bit more of a boost than other areas of the pay scale in recent years. As mentioned, the teachers with children at home were almost twice as likely to be reporting that they were in a much worse financial position than those who don't have children. Um, Again, due to food, housing and the increase in energy costs. But does this mean teachers are looking for new jobs? Well, teachers who said they were in a financially worse situation were also more likely to say that they would seriously consider leaving the workforce in the next three years. So there is that link between a rising cost of living and considering leaving the profession. However, let me leave you with a little glimmer of hope on this one. We ask these questions over the Christmas period between Christmas and New Year, and we always ask these um, at the same time. And we ask whether you're considering leaving and we ask whether uh, you're considering to search for a new job. And when you look at these questions over the course of the last three or four years, there's actually very little change from when we've asked before. So hopefully it's not a mass exodus from the profession. Finding number four, mobile phone policies are getting stricter. So we regularly check on phone policies. It's one of those things that everyone, teachers, parents, policy makers, the media, everyone's interested in this. It's worth saying, though, that it's different, as you would expect, between primary and secondary schools. Amongst primary schools, phone policies have actually remained largely unchanged since we started asking back in 2018. Nearly three quarters of primary schools say that they collect phones in at the start of the day. Simple. In secondary school, that's where we've seen the change and the rules have become stricter. So back in 2018, less than half of secondary teachers said that phones were not allowed to be used under any circumstances. Now, in 2023, this figure has risen to 60 percent from just under half, moving up to 60 percent. Um, We also check on staff as well as whether the kids are allowed to use it. Um, And for staff, there hasn't been much change since we started asking. Most teachers uh, tell us that they can use their phones during the school day. 25% say you can use it freely and 69% of you say that you can use it in your break times. There is an interesting switch here from primary and secondary. So when we were talking about the kids, uh, obviously primary was stricter than secondary. When it comes to teachers, it's the other way around. 41% of secondary teachers say that they can use their phone freely whenever they like, compared to just 9% of primary teachers. In at number three, the finding that restorative justice doesn't correlate with better behaviour. I like this one because uh, it was proposed by a teacher. Um, a teacher wrote in to us at TeacherTap and suggested we investigate restorative justice and how it affects behaviour. It had been quite a while since we'd last asked about this topic, so we looked back into the TeacherTap archives. We found that the percentage of teachers who say restorative justice is mentioned in their school's behaviour policy has actually increased uh, from 46% to 56%. So a 10 percentage point increase. Biggest increase has come from primary teachers. And 53% of these primary teachers now say that restorative conversations, uh, restorative justice is mentioned in their behaviour policy. We asked an open question about this as well, because obviously it is quite a complex area. Um, And in response, more than half of teachers who responded to that um, explained that to do restorative justice well, you need a lot of training. And lots of people noted that it forms just one part of a behaviour system. It's it's not the whole system. It's just one aspect within their system. The inquisitive tapper who got in touch in the first place wanted to know whether schools with restorative justice policies have better behaviour. So we took a look at this. As I mentioned before, there are lots of different ways that restorative justice is used in schools, and it's often just one part. However, What we did find is that teachers who say that their school employs restorative justice also say that their lessons were more often disrupted by bad behaviour. It's also the same with schools that have restorative justice policies saying that they are dealing with more extremely disruptive behaviour outside of lessons as well. So some interesting emerging evidence around this part of behaviour. My second favourite finding from the month. Over half of teachers have a best friend at school. I want to just add an audio hug emoji for that one. Research in lots of other industries tell us that having a best friend greatly increases the chance that you'll stay in your job. I mean, it makes sense. Who would want to leave their best friend? We delved a little deeper, though. We wanted to look at whether having friends as colleagues matters more generally for well-being answer this we looked at two different questions about collegial friends. We asked is there someone who cares and looks out for you at school and we asked do you have a best friend at work. For teachers who strongly feel that they have colleagues who look out for them the majority also say they have a best friend. It's unusual to have a very strong collegial set of relationships and feel that you don't have a best friend. Overall about a third of teachers told us that they have colleagues who look out and care for them. Head teachers were the least likely to say that they have a colleague who looks out and cares for them though. So perhaps take your head teacher a little cup of tea today. But are the collegial friends happier at work? Surprisingly it doesn't really seem so and this is why it didn't make the number one spot. Those with good collegial friends didn't really seem to be more likely to say that they'd enjoyed working in the last week and they also weren't more likely to say that they were content at school. So it seems there are lots of different ways to feel content at work. And having a great friend is actually no guarantee of happiness. And on to my number one finding for the month. And it is that in-person CPD is back. So following the pivot to online courses and seminars that everyone experienced during the uh, pandemic, in-person training is back. Nearly a third of teachers told us that they'd got out from behind the laptop in the last 12 months, and that's around twice as many as in 2021. Having said that, online CPD is still the most prevalent type, Uh, with just under half of teachers having taken part in that format in the last year. Although that is a small drop from the numbers that did online stuff in 2021. Speaking of the pandemic, are there other things that have started during that time that have caught on? Yes. In primary schools, over half of teachers said that uh, the school have relaxed the uniform policy in some way. 42% of primary teachers said that they still have hand sanitation in place. And a third of primary teachers said that they are doing online parents' evening. And the same proportion said that they've kept some changes to the lunch arrangements. In secondaries, the things that have stuck, six out of ten are keeping some of the online parents' evenings. And three out of ten are doing online learning when students are off sick or school is closed for other reasons. And in secondaries, around a third have made lasting changes to lunchtime arrangements. And that's it. Let us know if there are any topics that you think we should explore or questions that you think we ought to ask on Tap. You can find more information about the topics that I've discussed today, including loads of cool charts and more results uh, all over on teachertap.co.uk. If you haven't already, you can find TeacherTap in the App Store, download it for free and get tapping. If you have enjoyed today's episode and would like to access more research evidence for your classroom, you can join the Chartered College of Teaching for as little as one ninety-six per month at www.chartered.college. And remember to download TeacherTap free from your app or Play Store to share your views, opinions and experiences from the classroom. Every voice makes the picture clearer.